like the time that the time's going down it's like <laughs> it makes yes. it stressful huh all right so if we're seeing i guess we might end up seeing on this one we'll see how that goes oh yay if we're seeing hi Melissa. this is mclena or mclena you did say your full name uh yeah uh mel Melissa, Mi- Melissa, whatever. If you're a stranger, you have to call me Melissa. Like that's a rule that's I have. Right. I don't know why, <clears throat> and I don't care. I just say Mick because it's just easier. <laughs> People are like, "What did you just say your name is?" I'm like, "McLena." You got to say it like three times before it like registers, which I don't mind either. The struggle is real. Yeah. Okay. Make an impression. <laughs> All right. So. Welcome to the shit show. We need the applause. We need like. (laughs) (laughs) Or that. Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) Today, we are talking about two things. We're talking about foot zoning. And we'll tell you why we're talking about platonic. <laughs> and we're talking about platonic affection because everybody needs yes. some. Um, so yeah, we may or may not have our shit together about this today. Do so we ever? Let's just make it clear for people: we probably will never have our shit completely together. You know what? Our lives are an adventure, and we live them as such. Exactly. Hanging out with us is an adventure. Enjoy. Speaking of, <laughs> just a little... Do you see that bruise? <laughs> what did you do? Oh, my God. It's So, my cousin had a sunroof, like, a year, few years ago, and we went to Park City. This has been years ago. And she told us that there's a sensor on it if you put your arm in it. So I was like, well, we're going to put that to the test. So she puts her arm in it, and I kept the button held. Well, you can't keep the button held. It does have a sensor, but you can't keep the button held. So Hiram got a new car. Not new to him. And it's got a sunroof. And so I thought, I'm going to see if it has a sensor. So I put my arm up there to see, and he's like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. It does not have a sensor. I thought my arm was going to break in his sunroof. Oh, God. And he's just like, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, really, though? Can you not believe it? Or are you just like, yeah, that's something she would do. This is what you signed up for, friend. Yeah, this is the adventure. See, that's an adventure. I was just trying to prove a point. (laughs) (laughs) Some sunroofs have sensors. So now we learned a new way to decapitate someone if we need to, and Hiram's car is around. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We'll be like, could you just look out there real quick? That's awesome. Thanks, Hiram. We appreciate you. (laughs) Right. Okay, let's explain to the people why we uh, we need to explain foot zoning. Okay. <laughs> we need to explain foot zoning because we're like on episode four-ish. And we have, <laughs> we've talked about foot zoning and weird feet things and that we're creepy feet people. However, <laughs> we, uh, we are not 
explaining what a foot zone actually is. And this occurred to me <laughs> the other day. I was like, oh, shit, we should probably tell people what that is. <laughs> and just as you said, this is why we need feedback. <laughs> this is why we need feedback. You guys, you gotta, you gotta call, write, send a letter. Like, hello, ladies. Um, Could you please elaborate? Just, just letting you know. We have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Could you maybe give us a little more info? So here we yeah. are. We're here to give you more info. You're welcome. And to please also give us feedback. Yes, always give us feedback. You can comment on Instagram. You can message us on Instagram. Throw the Instagram at them. Uh, it is <clears throat> Mick and Mel, but A-N. M-E-L, because why? Because <laughs> there's no D in Mel's life. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It's okay. But Mick and Mel. M-I-C-K-A-N-M-E-L. Yep. On Instagram. On Instagram. And then... Email. You can send us an email. The Shit Show M-M at Gmail. The Shit Show M-M at Gmail. All one word? Yes. All one word. No fancy characters? No fancy characters. We're the only fancy characters you need, friends. <laughs> we are it. <laughs> That's all you need. Awesome. <laughs> if we remember, we'll tell you them again at the end. No yeah, promises. Because we're yeah, just no. barely kind of getting the hang of what we're supposed to be doing here. Are we, though? <laughs> <laughs> We're winging it. I'm using the term loosely. Right. Okay, well, foot zoning. Foot zoning. If somebody asks you what foot zoning is, Mel, what do you tell them? If somebody asks me what foot zoning is, I usually say, have you ever seen the maps of feet where all the organs are mapped to the foot? Like, as the picture. And people are usually like, yeah, I've seen one of those. And sometimes people aren't. But anyway, you can find the little map. And all the organs are on the feet. And <clears throat> we go through and reset your entire system, all of your bodily parts, pieces, functions. Um, and just we do it through your feet because everything's in one spot there. We don't have to dig through all your actual guts. We <laughs> do it on your feet. <laughs> but we do. We like to play with the guts. We do like, we love your guts. So we do, we do that. We reset your whole body and all your systems through your feet. And there's energy work involved. There's some reflexology involved. It feels like a massage, so I guess you could say there's massage involved. But, but it's not. Right? Yeah, it's not. It's just a really fancy foot rub. If you want to keep it simple, it's a really fancy foot rub. We're doing a lot of things. <clears throat> I generally reiki my clients while I'm zoning. They just don't know that it's happening. Same. So there's energy work in there. And and it is energy work itself. It is energy work itself. And it's super relaxing to most people. I mean, Third. unless we hit one of those tender spots and you're like, ah, please let go of my feet. <laughs> unless you hit that yeah. vagus nerve and it's sensitive for yeah. some people. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Especially men. Yes. And the more you get zoned, 
the less crunchy, uncomfortable spots you have. And oh, and if you're ticklish, it's not tickly. Although it kind of is because I had this super cute little client um, yesterday and she's like, my feet are really ticklish, but I want to do this. She's like, I'm in it. And I'm like, all right. And yeah, there was only a couple spots and she just giggled uncontrollably. <laughs> she was That's so cute. cute. <laughs> that is. I find kids are the most ticklish, but it's like if they don't watch you do it, then it's not on their mind. Yeah, if they're distracted, they don't care what you do. They don't know what's going on. They're like, whatever, it's my foot. But it's amazing how the body adapts to it. It is, and it works your shit out. So that's another part of it. Okay, so I explain it this way when people are in my chair. You can sit there, and I can just shut up, and we can just sit in darkness, and you can relax if that's what you want to do. If you want to interact, and I hit... Some things I will feel and some things you will feel. And if something's tender, you tell me and I'll let you know what part of your body it is. Nice. If you are feeling brave, (laughs) we'll get into what emotions are stored in that part of the body. But your level of involvement in this process is what you decide it's going to be. I love that. So I go off what you want. I like that. You give them. I'm like, I don't know if I really give people an option. (laughs) Like, you kind of get a feel for it, though, because it's like you can tell people some things and they just don't want to know. Like, I find that yeah. men, most of the time, when you're telling, like, if you tell them there's a physical, it's like, well, this is your shoulder. They'll be like, yeah. But once you get into the emotion part, they're like, I don't have any of that. No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't have a heart? Yeah, that doesn't. No. No, I don't do that. I don't have feelings, so we're not going to talk about feelings because yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> Sorry, but lady. (laughs) Quit talking to me. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you explain a foot zone to people? Um, I, you know, I ask people, I'm like, are you familiar with reflexology? They are or not, you know, it just depends from there. If they're not familiar, it's like, I just tell them, I'm like, your entire body is mapped out on your feet. And I say we work everything from the natural melatonin we produce and all that it finds the stresses finds where we carry and hold things in our bodies because stress is the silent killer i let them know that reflexology dates back clear to the egyptian that's the latest they can date it because there's pictographs in the physician's tomb it's like i don't know about you but those guys knew what they were doing yeah they did but um instead of just the bottom of the feet it's the entire foot and the entire body but that it puts your body in homeostasis Helps release those blocks. Also, if you're ill, not feeling well, it's going to help process whatever that is. Yeah. Just depends on the person, honestly. It's like, what are you, what are you needing and what, what points are you wanting to hear? Yeah. Kind of thing. It's not like it's a sales pitch, but it's like, there's so many things you could say. And it's like, where did I lose you or where did I get you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Because it's like once somebody hears feet, they're like, I'm out. <laughs> Some people are like anti-feet and, and we get it. Okay. We do it. But that's okay. I we used to are be aware. myself. <laughs> yeah. I used to be. I tell people, I'm like, I was going to go into massage therapy right out of high school. But instead, you know, I got married and did that stuff instead. 
But my whole reason of not doing it also is because I didn't want to touch people's feet. And look at me now. The irony. Really? It was the feet that got you, huh? <laughs> it was the feet that... I would be like, carry backs. Mm. That too. But it's like, even now, I'm like, that's all right. Who cares? Okay, so foot zoning. Lots of health benefits and it feels good. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was I going to say? <laughs> Squirrel. You're having a... You're having a squirrels. McLena's lost her nuts again. I did. What was we just talking about? You, you were talking about feet and out of high school you were going to massage people. Yep. Yep, it completely left me. Apparently I don't need to say whatever it was. I don't even so, know. Yeah. So what, what are some things you feel in a foot zone when you're doing it? Like I feel? So that's what, oh. That, that you feel. So that's what I tell people. Like your experience and your client's experience, like let's get into that a little bit. Okay. So I always start telling people that either you're going to feel it or I'm going to feel it. So I always say, let me know if there's tenderness. And then people will ask, what do I feel? Either I feel like a texture in their foot, you know, the crunchies or or something. The crispies. But for me, it's my, right? It's the crispies, Mm -hmm. crunchies. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, for me, my other, I feel it's in my hand. My hand will cramp. Like my hand won't want to work as well. And it's like, that's how I know there's something there. Yeah. The the energy stops me. Like my hand feels like it has carpal tunnel, basically. That one shows up for me the most, or just, I'm, I'm they all probably do. I would say they're all pretty evenly out. Either they're going to feel it or I will. Yeah. But I don't think many people are in tune with their bodies. People will feel, you know, like they'll be like, wow, that's really tender. And that's what else I find interesting is their feet will be completely fine. And I had this experience myself. And then all of a sudden you touch them and it's like, oh, that hurts. Because when Madge zoned me, my ankle, which is the hip, felt it felt like I had hit it with a scooter. Dang. And I was like, what did she do to me? <laughs> I'm like, why does my ankle hurt? And then she showed me the book and I was like, oh, that is why. And then she touched it again and it didn't hurt. And I was just like, what was that? What was that? That was my moment of like, this is gold. But um, I've also had moments where people's loved ones are there. I will either hear them talk, like they'll say something to me for them, or I see them with my third eye. And I didn't understand what that meant until, like, you do understand. Have you seen? I know you have. Do you understand seeing things with your third eye? Um, yes, but generally my eyes have to be closed for me to see it. I get more flashes of images while I'm doing Reiki than I do when I'm zoning. Oh, yeah, I love that. So, for instance, um, I was zoning a woman, and I could see, a, like, a four-year-old-sized little girl next to her. Mm-hmm. just like holding on to her just like this is my mom just proud you know just happy to be there with her and you know to me I'm I'm seeing this in my third eye and I don't it's in my mind but I'm seeing it there next to her and I just make like I'm seeing it and I'm you know how it is we don't want to say things because it makes us sound crazy <laughs> oh yeah you already think we're weird for touching feet we're not <laughs> yeah, like hey guess what right Guess, guess who is next to you? 
But anyways, she starts talking to me and t- and she starts telling me of how she's she lost a child. And I just asked her, I said, did she have brown curly hair and brown eyes? I think brown eyes. And she she was just like, yes. And I'm like, she is right next to you. So now it's like, those were the moments you have, you know, I don't have those very often, but when I do, it's like, I have to put myself out there and trust that what I'm experiencing is for them and not myself Yeah. and that it's actually there and it's not just in my head. <laughs> it's like, did I just make this shit up? <laughs> Cause I don't know why you would make up stuff like that, but it happens. I had a weird one like that. I was doing, I had a Reiki client and I was working on her and I got to her feet and I don't know, I think that feet are just an access point for me because I'm a zoner. Yes. But I was at her feet and I had this like perfectly crystal clear image in my head of um, some like feet in a stream with water flowing over the top. Hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. So we fi- I finished the session and I was talking to her after. I'm like, do you ever like go barefoot and like stick your feet in streams or water? She's like, I do that all the time. Oh. And I was like, keep doing it. And that's so grounding. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's neat. So like, were you seeing her? I assume I was seeing her feet, but like the perspective was my eyes looking down, but it wasn't my feet, you know? I'm like, hmm. So it was like it was her view from you. You were seeing her view. I assume so. That's fascinating. And I didn't know that she did that. I was like, well, maybe that's something I need to tell her to try to do. But I just asked her if it's something. To keep doing. Yeah. But yeah. she's like, I do it all the time. I'm like, keep doing it. It's good for you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Isn't it just that gives me chills? Don't you just love it when that happens? I do. Mostly because it means I'm not thinking. (laughs) It's like, oh, thank you for allowing that to happen. Yeah, like if I can get my mind to shut up. Oh, I know. uh, So much more happens. But getting my mind to shut up is like a whole other battle unto itself. Good luck with that. Yeah, I spend too much time. When you have it mastered, let me know. (laughs) It's probably the gummy. Like, I will straight walk to something because I'm thinking I need to go do that, and then I will literally go to something else. (laughs) Because you remembered where one of your nuts was. God. And then I'm like, wait, did I do that other thing? What was I doing? What was I doing? (laughs) Yeah. I'm probably one of those that needs to make lists of tasks and mark them off. Hey, that's what I do for that very reason. I have a a to-do list in my phone. I have a to-do list on the whiteboard. (laughs) It's like I do it usually of like, you know, things I do need to do, but it's like I need to be a little bit more detailed. (laughs) Here, we need to do this, and this is why it's important. (laughs) And this is the task. You need a whole manager, dude. I do. I need somebody to be like, over here, yes? <laughs> Just somebody tell me what to do and I'll do it. Oh. Don't make me have to think about doing it. Yeah, the thinking and the planning and all that, yeah, it's too much to ask. We'll get into the mental load of women at another episode. Yes. But that is a real thing. We're chasing squirrels for a reason. Exactly. But yes, foot zoning, do you think we covered that well? Oh, I also like to say how Brad said, I tell people. I'm like, you're the computer, 
your feet are the keyboard and I'm just putting in the codes. Yeah. It's like our bodies are the, we're, we're just the tool pushing the energy around. Their bodies are the one doing all the amazing healing. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that, um, in foot zones and Reiki too, that we're, we as the practitioner are doing the work. We're not doing the work. We're following the steps. Your body does the work for you. Exactly. That's not us. We just follow the procedure and your body takes yes. it and does what it needs to do with that. Exactly. It's just, I like to kind of look at it as you're the seed. We're the ones making sure you're watered and get sun. Yeah. You're uh, it, the work you, whether you grow or not is up to you. Yeah. We're just here to help you with the essentials or like, you know, I think it's essential to have stuff like this done. Absolutely. And um, let's talk a little bit about what happens after a zone. Yes. Okay. Cause that's really, I think where the interface with us ends, it doesn't have to, you can always text us. Every always. Zone I know is like reach out if you have any questions, concerns, whatever. Yep. But <clears throat> there's stuff that takes place in your experience as the client after a zone that is specific to you. Like, I have a teenager that requests zones occasionally because she has trouble sleeping. <clears throat> we don't go through all the emotions and everything because she doesn't care. She usually hits me up at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock and she's like, <laughs> Mom, can I get a zone? Because she wants to get a good night's sleep, which is... A side effect of getting a foot zone. Tons of my clients, they just have a couple days of amazing sleep and they love it. And that's why they keep getting zoned. Right. So what all, what all do you usually hear back about? Um, releasing emotions. I think a lot of people that bury after a zone tend to be more emotional crying. That's me. And it's like, and you don't, and I tell them, I'm like, you don't need to know why you're crying. Just let the waterworks go. And that's when I tell them how, let it go past your lips. Let the tears, I say ugly cry. Nobody cries pretty anyways. I'm like, ugly cry, let it past your lips so that you are releasing those emotions. Otherwise, if you wipe them away, you're just keeping them stuffed inside your body. Yeah, let them run off your face. And that is huge when you tell people that, right? Yeah, you want the soggy boobs. Just let <laughs> it drip. Let it drip. Yeah. I want to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the tissue for your, your nose. Right. But also I've had, you know, you feel relaxed. You feel at peace after a zone. Yeah. I feel lighter. You just. I get a zone and I stand up and I'm like, it's like I lost 60 pounds. Right. I just feel my whole body feels lighter after a zone. Because you just left everything that you didn't need right there at the chair. And you're like, I don't need yep. that. You weren't helping me at all, so you can just stay. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Dump it. We're, we're here for the dumping. Welcome to the shit show. Yeah. Let it go. Take your dump over there. Maybe we could get some sponsors to be vacuums or something to clean up all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have people. I should talk to Dyson. Right? <laughs> Or shark. You know, there's so many. Ooh, I have a shark. Hoover. Bissell. <laughs> I mean, I'm not particular. 
Have you had? Have you ever had, had like people? You know, when you're doing the off the feet part, they're like, "What are you doing?" And it's like, uh, yes. And then it's like just you know pulling out the energy that doesn't need to be there, and they're like. Yeah, I've had people look at me like, what are you throwing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on, on the off chance that people can see us, I will try to show you this and explain with words. Yes. So let me paint you a word picture. When you're doing a zone, part of the energy work is us moving off of your body. So if you can see that, I'm yes. not touching my hand. So, which is just our hands moving within two inches yeah. of the surface of your foot we're moving energy generally we can feel it a lot of times i've had people say that is my favorite part of the zone it doesn't make sense but it gives me tingles and i love it yes because <laughs> they feel the energy of it they feel the energy. yes i've i've had people do that a lot they're like i'm feeling that where are you and it's amazing they'll either just feel it in part of their body or they will really feel a sensation of wherever i'm at on their feet oh yeah so, like, if I'm on their head, they're feeling stuff going on. And I'm like, that's it. I just get so excited. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love it, too, man. The tingles. It's my favorite part of the zone. I could have somebody give me a foot zone. I could be, we don't got to talk about nothing. Just let me have the tingles. Right. Like, I just want to sit here and shiver in my tingly, weird joy. Yes. Let it happen. <laughs> let me just experience the energy in this moment. It feels so good. Right? It does feel yeah. so good. We don't we don't get them nearly enough. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But regularly. Yes. Because we know donors and we trade now. That's right. And Reiki. If you're not doing that, you need to be. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into it. We do talk a little bit more in school. I guess I mean, sometimes I explain it to clients. The energy meridians in your body. Yep. So a lot of people have heard about this now, but maybe not everybody. If you were to picture lines going all the way up and down your body. Like a freeway. Down your arms, like a freeway, just straight lines, top to bottom, down your torso and legs, down your arms, off your fingers and toes. These are energy meridians. And part of what we're doing when we're pushing energy through your body by using your feet is finding any blockages in that system. Yep. So say we're going through and you're like, oh, your liver's crunchy. Okay. <laughs> we are in the part of your foot that represents your liver and there's something crunchy in there. We're feeling, I describe it as like, as if there's Rice Krispies under your skin. Yep, exactly. It just kind of feels crispy right there so okay your liver's kind of crunchy and they're like oh my god what does that mean okay <laughs> this does not mean that you need a liver transplant that your liver fit is failing that you have tumors no 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 probably back up off the ledge yeah we are we're not doctors or nurses or licensed no we're foot zoners and we found some crispies in your liver. Let's talk about what gets stored in the liver. What goes on in your liver? Yeah. There's yeah. emotions. There's we don't we don't need to medicate you and we don't need to put you on the donor transplant list yet. Let's just talk about what feelings are stored in the liver. Exactly. Which is Which is toxic. Ooh, big heavy stuff in the liver, man. 
I always tell people when I get there and it's on their liver, I really do. I'm like, do you have toxic people in your life? And they just look at me like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like that's what's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you have a toxic environment? It's usually people's workplaces. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it's like, that's usually what you'll feel here. Yeah, big emotion. It's not. It's not that you're a raging alcoholic. It's that there's toxic energy in your environment. Yeah, um, a lot of what is it? Anger and resentment tend to sit in the liver. I I've ex- and the kidneys. Yeah, I've explained it to people like your liver filters your blood, and your blood goes through your heart. So anything that is hurtful or upsetting or painful to your heart is probably going to get some shit stuck in your liver. I love that. That's a beautiful way to put it. I'm going to use that. Because that, that's really what narrows it down for people, though. It's like, because there's toxic people, but it's like, are there toxic people that you affect you, like, to the heart? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, usually it's family, sadly. Very often, romantic relationships... Um, parents, oh, yeah. children, like the people that are in your inner circle and near and dear to your heart. Your closest one. Yeah. Yes. The blood relatives, right? Yeah. <laughs> I always say, I'm like, family's not always blood. <laughs> no. Chosen <laughs> family members are some of the best freaking family members you could but- have, man. Exactly. If you're good at collecting people, rock on. That's amazing. <laughs> right? Yes. I collected you. <laughs> we collected each other. We did. <laughs> it's true. I think we really had a moment in class where we just looked at each other. We're <laughs> Before then, we even said that, we're just like, this one's one of mine. I can feel it. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Like, I see you, Mel. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm like, I like this girl in the tie-dye. I'm digging it. Oh, I do like bright colors. Yeah. Why are you muffled? What happened to you? I don't know. Is that better? There you are. Yeah, I got you. Sorry about that. What did you say? Did you say words? What were your words? I don't even know. Are you you seriously asking me to repeat squirrel moments? I don't know. There was bright colors and then everything was muffled. I Oh, yeah. I said I like rainbows. Like, I love, I just love colors and rainbows. Oh, yes. I love colors. But but I grew up with Rainbow Bright. Hey, we are from Punky Brewster. And Punky Brewster. Yeah. Punky Brewster, Rainbow Bright. That's our, That's our jam. Era. Exactly. Leave us alone. Mm-hmm. We dig it. <laughs> so, yeah. If we were to do your feet, so we go through. We've said, I just picked liver out of the air. There's crunchies. Now, this is something I tell my clients. If you get a foot zone today and you come back a couple days from now, your foot zone's going to be different in a couple days than it is today. Right. In a, in a week, in two weeks, in a month. It's just whatever we're going through at the time, right? Whatever we're, what's weighing on us. Yeah. Yep. Every, your body's constantly adapting to the environment around you, so it's constantly changing, and every time you get a foot zone, it'll be different, with the exception, obviously, of things that are permanent. Like, if you've had an abdominal surgery and there's a massive amount of scar tissue in your abdomen, that's probably going to show up every time you sit down in the chair because it is a func- physical thing on your body. Mm -hmm. it's just there it's fine it's not a problem 
Yep. So let's get into the four bodies a little bit. Yeah. So mental. That's I think mental. I don't know. I they all play such huge roles: mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Spiritual, especially for people in religion. I feel I'm not. I'm not trying. This is just my observation of where I live, dealing with death. I think people that are some people that are religious, and it's like in some people that aren't. Everybody struggles with this, but I've Mm -hmm. seen it more with people that are religious, meaning they go to church, you know, all the all those things. They have a really hard time with death. Really, and it's like I understand. Yes, like I understand death is hard. It's hard for everybody, but it's like if you truly believe everything that you're being taught, why is this so hard for you? Like, if you know that there's something beyond this, why is this so hard for you? Because I, and I have a hard time, like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not sympathetic, but it's like people that say this is it. Absolutely not. Are you insane? If this is it, why are we even doing anything? Why did I have kids? Why am I doing any, why am I doing this now? It's like, if you think you die and desert in the dirt, I'm like, that is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I don't think people actually believe that. I think they want to believe it because they're mad at something. Like something happened to them and it made them mad at God or whoever you believe in, your higher being, our creator. And I think those are the ones that say we just, when we die, that's it. Because I think they feel like they haven't had anything answered, like your help. That's just my own opinion. Yeah. On spiritual. I think the spiritual body tends <laughs> to play in a lot. I just went on a tangent. Are you froze? Well, you froze on me. You froze on me. You froze. There we go. But I just think a, a lot. It's like we're we're born into this world. We come from somewhere. And if anybody's been around a baby, you know, you know dang well they don't come alone. Because when you're holding a baby, they're seeing all these things. And you know they are. Because it's like, what are they looking at? <laughs> <laughs> Is there something behind me? You know? But it's... It, you know, before it used to freak you out, but now it's just like, who's there? You know, I wish I could see what babies see. I think that babies see energy still. They haven't. Oh, they date. They see everything. Could you? It's just so when they say they just see black and white, and I'm like, how do they know that? I'm like, babies are seeing all the things. Yeah, I think they still. They're just seeing swirls of energy. Yeah, I think they can. I think they can see energy and auras and all that stuff. Oh yeah. That we've forgotten how to see i think they see it all and it's normal for them it's just just overwhelming yeah they're like wow like it's a a big trip i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and how do you know what's physically there and what's not i don't know right wouldn't that be just i want to see that that would be amazing i want to see all the things that we're not seeing (laughs) (laughs) and mclena's in a different realm today folks (laughs) (laughs) again every now and then okay i'm gonna let you handle a mental mental um (laughs) so much of these tie together i think but mental they all do mental is a big one so in in my experience spiritual emotional and mental and and physical they all tie together physically if you are suffering any kind of pain or discomfort it messes with your emotions and your mentality. It just does. Yep. And your 
And your spirituality, because you're like, why am I suffering? Why am I feeling this? Yeah, why am I suffering? Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Uh, Emotionally also, people don't want to talk about their emotions. They don't want to get into it. But I'm telling you right now, your emotions have an effect on your body, and your body has an effect on your emotions. Yep. They are so tied together, you can't even pull them apart. It's just a circle. It is. It's just a circle. It is. Your body feels good. Your emotions are good. Your mental clarity is good. All of that stuff is happening and jiving and on the train you one of those falls apart you are emotionally get upset or you break your leg or whatever happens everything quickly tumbles yes (laughs) tumbles to the ground and everything just (laughs) yeah and then like just a big pile yeah and if any of you have had the shit hit the fan you know that you start questioning everything spiritual why is this happening to me? What does this mean? Is it karma? Was I an asshole in my past life? Like, <laughs> what the actual fuck is going on here? <laughs> I can't take it anymore. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> and it's like, and in that though, it is good to ask those. Because instead of saying why me, it's like, it is why me. So it's like, where's the lesson in that? Where is the lesson in why? The why lesson? am I going through this? Yeah. It's like, those are valid questions people actually say, but they don't actually answer them for themselves. They just ask them because they want the universe to answer yeah. it. And it's like, sweetheart, those answers are within you. Why are you experiencing this? What is the universe trying to teach you? Yeah. Sometimes you're just following patterns. That's a mental thing. You have patterns of behavior from your upbringing, whatever. That's mental things. If you're caught up in your mental shit, it's going to show up everywhere else. Yep. Okay? Um, in the zone, your brain Always. is straight up in your big toe. We'll dig all in your big toe. Like literally from the inside of your brain where you don't even can't even get to to the outside. Absolutely. So any kind of mental health things, any kind of thought processes that aren't serving you, all that stuff shows up in your brain and it shows up in your body and we will, we will. dig in your big toe about it. We will. We will find it. Yeah. I I would say almost I would say almost everybody I zone has something in their brain. Oh, absolutely. Always. And sometimes you'll be going through there and your fingers like, no, we're not making that pattern. And like all of a sudden you're in this weird, like, what the fuck is my finger doing? And I'm like, yep, there's some crazy pathways going on in here. Yeah. No judgment. Because <laughs> I got big toes also. Okay. I got them. And I got a therapist. Also, I got it. But like, yeah. Sometimes we need to reroute the path. Let's walk a different path. Right. What other path could we walk here? Because sometimes the answer is you don't know any better because that's how you were raised and that's your thought process. Sometimes the answer is you're being a dumbass and you're making bad decisions. Quit being stupid. Don't do it. (laughs) Like, hey, no, no shame, no judgment. I have been stupid and made many, many bad decisions. No, exactly. But sometimes. Don't, I was just going to. I was just going to say, don't you just want to be the like the mom to the people in your chair? Sometimes. You just want to be like, sweetheart, can I just tell you? 
Like, I want to, but because it's like you just want the best for the people. Absolutely. I don't think you should, you can get into something like foot zoning or even Reiki or massage therapy or any any healing modality. You can't get into it without caring about people. Exactly. And it's like, I just want, it's like if I could just do all the things for the people, I would. It's like if I could get into people's brains and just be like, you don't need that. Don't need that. Don't need that. That's shit. Don't need that. I would do that all day, every day. I'd be like, I don't need a nap, guys. I'm good. Let's just keep them coming. (laughs) One after another. I just imagine like a monkey, but it's your brain. I'm just picking out the bad. Out. Next. (laughs) I wish I could. I'm just glad you're not a surgeon. (laughs) God, me too. Especially with all these nuts everywhere. (laughs) They'd be like, ma'am, you were supposed to operate on their head, not their arm. I'll be like, what? (laughs) What? Sorry. Tell them that one's on me. (laughs) You'd be finding all kinds of things. You see those like stories on the news where some doctor left a sponge or a clamp or something. I've heard of I know people that's happened to. Yeah, you'd be leaving nuts in people. You'd be like, <laughs> is that a cashew? What the hell? I, I'd be like, it's a seed planted and it will grow. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's decomposing and that's not so good. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, gosh. Now, emotionally. Emotionally, your emotions are energy in motion. That's what emotion means. Emotion, energy in motion. If you feel your feelings, they will leave you. So if you're like, I don't want to feel my feelings. Okay, if you don't feel it. They're going to stay with you. It's going to get stuck. It's not going to be in motion anymore. And it's going to fuck with you. And it's probably going to become a physical pain at some point. Absolutely. So if you feel it, it's uncomfortable for the moment and then it's gone because it's in motion. There we Yep. So if we don't feel the feeling at the moment, we bury it and then we're forced to feel it in the body. Yes. So there, this is part of what I get into when, I, when I'm zoning people and I'm talking to them about it. There is a theory... A theory, I guess is a theory, a way of thinking that the physical body has weaknesses in points for a reason. So say you have a bad knee and why do you have a bad knee? Why did that particular knee go bad over the other one? Were you in a horrific car accident and that happened? Or did it just start hurting you one day and it continues to hurt and it's a thing you've accepted now? As part of your life. As part of getting old. Part of getting old. That's what people say. I'm just old now. Yeah. And I've I've heard people say that that's what doctors say. You're just getting old now. That's just what happens. Yeah, but why is that particular portion of your body weakened for some reason? It's like, why here? Yeah, so if you get into it, which we will happily do with you as your friendly neighborhood foot zoner. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Reach out. What's normally in that part of the body, right? What causes that? So say it's my say it's my right knee and my right knee bothers me. What does that say about me, McLena? What is the what is the possibility immediately? Probably that you have a 
fear of your future. Yes. Right? So your knees, you can't yes. move forward without your knee bending. So knees tend to have to do with moving forward. Yep. If I'm not moving forward, I'm either holding myself back or something else is holding me back immediately right off the cuff. Like, okay, this is what your foot zoner is probably thinking about right off. Now, exactly, they're going to look at your knee signal within a few moments of the zone happening because it's one of the first things we check. And if they can't find it and we say, hey, tell me about your knee. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you know, I'm just old. It bothers me. It's a, you know, like, oh, all right. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. You have any trouble moving forward on anything? Is anything holding you back in life? And sometimes it dates way back. So like, say... I'm 42 now, but my knee's been bothering me for like 15 years. Well, let's roll it back. What happened 15 years ago? What was the state of my life at that time? Right. Is that still affecting me? Where's the root problem? Where's the root problem? So yeah, all of that emotional things get stored in the body and we tend to see those in the zone. Now, that doesn't mean that a 60-year-old person's going to sit in my chair and their entire foot is going to be crunchy and it's going to be horribly painful and they're going to hate the whole experience. No. Farthest thing from the truth. We deal with whatever comes up at the time. So if your system as a whole is ready to deal with whatever's stuck in your liver, then that's going to be what shows up in the zone. Whatever you're needing to deal with today. Yeah. And a lot of people, I've had several conversations where it's like, well, I already worked through all of that. Why is this coming up now? And I've had to be like, okay, do you feel safer in your life now than you did when you worked through this before? (laughs) Were you in survival mode and just trying to get through the first time? Because if you're in a better place now mentally emotionally physically whatever your system is saying hey it's safe for me to deal with this now i can sit down and sort it out like healing doesn't happen in a straight line it just doesn't no we wish it did (laughs) it'd be a lot easier (laughs) we would we people be like what i'm ready you're done Stick you in a slingshot. Right? You ready? Are you ready for this? That would be amazing. If that's a thing that becomes a thing, sign me up. Same. Launch my ass directly (laughs) into the healed zone. I need to be there. Take me. Take me. Right? We all do. I would just start grabbing people and forcing them there. Go! (laughs) Go! You need to be in the slingshot. Get in the slingshot! I'd be like, like, come over here. I'm going to give you $100. They get in there. Fling! (laughs) It would be handy. Wouldn't it? It would be great. Can we have that as a job? Can that be real life? I think we kind of do. Honestly, if if they're sitting in our chair, we do. They signed up for the slingshot, man. They did. Because we're going to get into it. Right? It's like we're here and we're going to help in any way you want us to. Or we can. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't talk about it, it makes a difference. Yeah. Because if it's your first zone and you're like, oh, that was pretty kind of uncomfortable in a lot of places. And the next one, it's slightly less so. And then all of a sudden you're on your fourth one and you're just hooked and it feels good. And you're like, please rub my feet. Right? Yeah. And it's like, and obviously if they keep coming back, it's like they're noticing the changes in their life after the zone is over. Absolutely. Because energy goes, what is the saying? Energy goes where 
intention intention goes right energy flows where intention goes yes that's it where attention whatever i don't know if it's intention or attention probably both basically if you know it's a problem you know if your brain knows it's a problem it's gonna work on that whether you're conscious of it or not yep so that's part of what we can go through in the zone generally by the time we get through your right foot and we're starting on the left foot there's a theme we're seeing it come up in multiple parts of your body yep we're like what is the one word you keep hearing what is the one feeling you keep hearing what is the one thing okay putting myself in the hot seat it's always stubborn Lisa, <laughs> why are you so damn stubborn i don't know how else to be <laughs> it's every single time so I had a, a moment because I don't think it's bad to be stubborn. I think it's good to know what you want and what you won't put up with and blah, 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 blah. So when I think it comes up, I think sometimes it's meaning that you're stubborn on your spiritual path. Oh, me? Probably. No, I think that just for a lot of people. I don't think, I think it's being stubborn on your, like, are you not listening? Are you not getting the signs? Are you not listening to your intuition? Are you being stubborn spiritually? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think there's a lot to to be said for people that get in rigid thought patterns, which again also happens to be religious things. If you've decided on a belief system you're not going to deviate from, even if it does not copacetic with your life, you've decided that your thought pattern's going to be X, Y, and Z, so you're going to stay on the path, damn it, no matter what. Right. But you're, you yeah. don't have necessarily have to be religious to be stuck in a thought pattern either. Like, I'm a creature of habit. I tend to think a certain way. And sometimes I'm like, oh, duh. Hello. Right. Hey, Melissa, you never told the people what a foot zone was. Maybe we- <laughs> maybe they want to know. Maybe we should go back and revisit that. <laughs> I'm glad that you're the thinker. <laughs> It only took me for it. If any of this podcast makes sense, it's because of you. <laughs> and I mean that as a general whole of the whole podcast, not just this episode, the whole shebang. <laughs> if there's any dysfunction that doesn't make sense, that's me, guys. If there's parts that do, you can thank Melissa. You'd be like, thank God that she's got a little bit of her shit together. <laughs> Yeah, that's about all I can do, though. Don't ask for much more than that. <laughs> I can handle one podcast. <laughs> the rest is whatever. <laughs> oh. The rest is waiting for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else? Is there anything else in the zone that we haven't discussed? Um, what else is in the zone? I'm sure there's lots that we haven't, but I think we hit the good parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Big thing, drink your water. Hydrate before your zone, hydrate after your Yep, it, de- it detoxes. Oh, yes. We should always be drinking water, but many people don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are we still alive? Yeah. It's a wonder sometimes. It really is. Coffee and soda do not count as no. hydration. Not at all. <laughs> I say that with my Dr. Pepper here. <laughs> But out of water. Right? I love it. Okay, so what's the other benefit of zoning? We're going to segue into our other topic because they correlate and it's top of mind with life right now, at least my life right now. Yes. What is the other part of foot zoning that benefits people? And we're going to say the interaction between the practitioner and the client. This is without any of the explanation and information that we just dumped on you. It is two human beings co-regulating. 
Yes. Co-regulating is saying, here's one entity and another entity, and if you put them in the same field, eventually they will balance each other out. Mm -hmm. The same as putting something warm in your refrigerator. The refrigerator is going to get warmer, and the thing you put in there is going to get cooler until they're both the same temperature. This is co-regulating. So if we're both in each other's field, me as the practitioner and you as the client, I am co-regulating your system because I'm doing the zone. Mm -hmm. But also my energy is co-regulating yours, and yours is trying to co-regulate with mine. I'm just trying to be the more Dominant. Forceful energy. The more dominant. So that you align with me. Yes. Yes. The more dominant. So in this, physical touch is a tremendous part of this. And I don't think people realize how huge that is either. It is gigantic. Every mammal that I know of craves physical touch in some capacity. Wild animals. Yes. Den together. Like the physical touch aspect. Well, and to put it, you know, it's like if a baby was never touched, it would die. Yes. And I'm not meaning it wasn't fed. It wasn't. It's like, no, if you did not touch a baby ever, it would die. Yeah. There's been studies on that. It's a failure to thrive. Yep. Yes. Their system needs it. Right. And it's like, it's it's just the same thing. People are like, can you do it to yourself? And it's like, yeah, I can fit some myself, but it's just like anything else. It's not as relaxing. It's like, I want to just be there and enjoy it. I don't want to do the work. Yeah. I want you to do the work. (laughs) (laughs) Even with a hairstylist, it's like, could you just shampoo and condition my hair every day? Because this is fantastic. It doesn't feel this good when I do it. Yeah, it feels awesome for somebody else to take care of your physical body and to massage it and to just it's like and it's not in a like romantic way, but it's like it's it's caring for somebody else to care for a part of you and to be like intentionally. Yeah, what's the word? Compassionate, kind of. Okay, I don't really know. It's like what what would you call that when you're servicing? Like your 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 whole job is to do something for someone. Do you know what I mean? I think it's comfort. Yeah. To me, it's comfort. It feels like comfort. It does. Because humans are social animals. We need community and interaction. And there is a lot of people get this messed up in over the course of their lives and as teenagers and adults. Physical interaction does not equal acceptance and emotional care. Or love. Sometimes sex is just sex. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, or love. But you can have sex with somebody that you love. You can also not have sex with somebody that you love. I love my parents and my brother and my kids and everybody. We're not having a sexual relationship. Thank God. (laughs) We're not doing it. (laughs) However. It's, It's so huge. Platonic. Physical touch is gigantic. How do you comfort a child? You hold them. How do you comfort anybody that's crying? You you hold them. You hug them. Yeah. You rub their back. You hold their hand. You are physically being a presence that they can lean upon. Platonic physical touch is grossly underrated, at least in the American culture, social network whatever you call that culture culture yeah absolutely yeah and i think after this whole covid thing it's just horrific at this point i mean how many people have just gone that shit off the rail and it's even it's needed even more 
Yeah, people are lonely. If you come sit in my chair and I rub your feet, half of you feeling better walking out the door, if you don't believe in any of the rest of it, you're going to feel better purely because I physically comforted your physical person for an hour. Right. And and it's the energy of you, like the worker, like you, you know, the pr- practitioner that you're with. You need to find somebody that you're comfortable being around so that you can be relaxed to allow somebody to do that. Right. Yeah. And I think that's part of the zone going deeper each time you have it done, too. Yes. Because you gain a rapport with the person doing it and you're more open to them operating in your system, in your energy field, in your space. And you, yep. And you feel that you're in a safe space to be able to do that. Yep. And that's a big thing that I don't, I think people kind of brush it off, but it's something that we do freely and openly when we're young. And as adults, it drops off. Like, how often are you hugging people as an adult? How often are you hugging your friends as an adult as opposed to as a a child and a teenager? I hug a lot. Like, we were just, (laughs) we do hug a lot. I was like, I'm a hugger. We hug a lot. (laughs) I tell people that after every session. I'm like, I'm a hugger. And they're like, oh, me too. I'm like, oh, thank God. I do. I had a client ask me the other day. She said, is it weird if I ask for a hug? I said, absolutely not. You will always get a hug from me. I hug everybody that leaves my chair. Yeah. If there's somebody that I don't, it's because they're probably just like, I got to go. I'm like, bye. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. You get a certain amount of intimacy in that. And it's not a a romantic intimacy or, or a sexual thing or anything. It's just. Companionship. Yeah. Yeah, it's companionship. It's connection. It's, an, it's it's two people having an understanding of life. Yeah, and why is that not a thing? Why isn't it? Like, why do you? We can have a whole other. There's another episode for us. Things that need to be normalized. Absolutely. Make a note. And one of those I'm just gonna say right now is adult bibs. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not either because look, I'm wearing a white shirt. I'm gonna start, <laughs> I'm gonna start this trend. If there's somebody that wants to start sewing me some bibs, I will wear those proudly. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm with you a hundred percent. It's like why can't you know, I like food and I'm pretty sure that's why I have this is so I can catch it all. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't miss any? It's like, oh um, um, um. <laughs> I can't keep a shirt clean to save my life, so I'm with you. (laughs) No, and especially white. White's out of the question. Yeah, it's a dangerous thing. you got to have a print on there or something to kind of hide it. Yes. But I'm with you on the bib. Not so obvious. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's fine. That wasn't me. It's just, yeah. It's like, I had spaghetti. Leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, anything with a tomato sauce? I'm wondering. Sober. Is this a shirt for that meal? Probably not. I need something else. Right? Yeah. It's like I'm just going to stand and bend <laughs> over the table. Oh. So there's, I think that that would be, I don't know, how many, how much more healthy do you think adult relationships would be if it was normalized for adult humans to have companionship, connection, community, platonic, physical touch with other adults outside of a romantic relationship? They've, they've shown that that and smell are the two biggest healing factors, right? Right? Yeah. 
touch and smell. But we didn't talk about smell with the zone. No. We dropped the ball. That's all good. <laughs> oh, the oil. We didn't even talk about the oils at all that we use. Yeah. We use oils on you. <laughs> If you let us. I haven't. So I always ask, right? Is it okay if I use oils on you? But I have I had to word that because sometimes I'd say to people, I'm like, are you okay? with? Are you good with oils? That's what I'd say. And they're like, I don't know anything about them. I have no idea what. Like, I was like, oh, no. I mean, are you okay if I use them on you? <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was asking, like, do you know your shit about oils? <laughs> But I always ask if it's okay if I use oils on them. But the one time I didn't ask, it was my nephew. And I started putting oils. I'm like, are you okay if I use oils? And he's like, I really don't like them. <laughs> and I'm like, tough shit, you're getting it. <laughs> and the reason he doesn't like them is because his mom, my sister, would forceful, forcefully put them on him. <laughs> and so he just was like, I don't like them. <laughs> He had some emotional trauma over it. Poor kid. <laughs> he survived. He's he's fine. It's okay. <laughs> he is. He's doing great. He still loves me, so we're good. Well, he didn't get traumatized. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever asked outright. I usually say. I usually exp- explain it before I start. Okay. Because it's my favorite part. I think it's the most magic part that like people see immediately. Does that make sense? So tell me what you say to them when you. I'm your. I'm your client. You've not done this with me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You came in through the back door. I don't know. I know. I don't expect <laughs> you to do the same. So pretend I'm your client. Tell me what you say to him. I want to know. Um, generally, say I'll sit down. I'm like, okay, have you had a foot zone before that whole conversation? Explain what it's about, which we already did. Like the other part is we use essential oils in the zone. So before I ever meet you or see you or anything, before you come to my office, I muscle test and pull oils specifically for you for that zone that day. Okay. And we can get into muscle testing at another time but it effectively it's using your intuition to determine what oil this client needs for that day so I have a whole butt ton of oils and I kind of go through a number them and I narrow it down using a yes or no kind of fashion and I'll pull normally it's two my clients usually pull two sometimes there's three sometimes there's one but most regularly it's two so I go into the zone with those two oils and I say this is what you pulled today we hand them the oils and emotions book this is a book we can probably stick a link to it Mm -hmm. in the what in the show notes yeah and it goes into the different essential oils and what those oils are good for for you physically for one but how to use them and what emotions are generally associated with those oils yes And it will be different every time you come for a zone. And I usually just hand them the book. I'm like, this is what you pulled. I have the pages marked. I say, you're welcome to read these. I go heat up my salt brick. And they usually ask if they can take a picture. I'm like, you can totally take a picture of the book. Do what you want. And by the time I'm done with the brick and I've started on their feet, they're like, how did you know this about (laughs) my life right now? And I'm like, I don't. I'm not stalking you. Uh, (laughs) I would I would love to be I would love to be psychic, but so far I haven't mastered that one. I just muscle test and that's what I pulled for you. I, I don't know your life. You know? Right. And they're like 
that's amazing. That's usually the first thing that hooks somebody that comes in for a zone that's never had one before is that pulling the oils for them. They're like, I love that. There's something to this. That's freaky, but I'm also intrigued. I'm about it. I'm willing to sit here. Yeah. See, and I I just pull them. I don't muscle test because muscle testing stresses me out. I don't like things that stress me out. So I intuitively do it. I trust my intuition. That's my gift is my intuition. And it's yeah. when I'm in a hurry, I just look and I'm like, why is my eyes drawn to that one? My eyes drawn to that one. My yep. eyes drawn to that one. And the, but usually just when I'm in a hurry. Yeah. I always tell and I give people I do the same thing. I give people the book. I'm like, here's the oils I pulled for you or picked. I can't like I say both probably pulled. I say pulled. And then and then some people just like, you know, after they're reading it and going through some people be like, what do you mean by pulled? <laughs> what do you mean by you pick? What do you mean that you pick these for me? And it's like, it's I, I just go, I'm either drawn to it like you just said, or I'll either see it or hear it in my head. The oil. That's, that's how I pick your oils. Yeah. I wish I could hear stuff. You do. I want to hear things. You do hear it. You just got to quiet the other shit and listen to it. Trust it. My brain is too loud. I know. To hear what's happening. Yeah. It gets quieter when you start listening to it more. I try, but sometimes I'm like legitimately asking, hey, I'd really like some guidance and input. And my mind's like cricket sounds. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> You bastard. Janky bitch. <laughs> I asked you twat waffle. For one thing. <laughs> I asked for this one thing today at this moment. <laughs> God. I don't ask a lot of you. What a jerk. But it is. I love that part of it too. But I'm like, I should, you know, I'm going to take your tips and tricks. She's stealing my stuff, y'all. I am, guys. She's stealing my stuff. She's magical. Deal with it. Speaking of, I need a foot zone. Oh, not as magical as you. I, I also need a foot zone. Chop, chop. We should do we that should. for each other. <laughs> we really should. Maybe I can force Tanya to give me oh. one next week. <laughs> She'd do it. She wouldn't have to force her. She'd be like, hell yeah, sit down. She'd be like, remember the podcast when you brought up stuff I didn't want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) It might be the most painful foot zone you ever had. It's okay. I hope it is. I hope she lets something out like that if it does, if it needs to be out. (laughs) She loves you. She's not going to be hateful about it. Oh, I love her. That's what I'm saying. It would be okay. I'd be okay with it. I'm not I'm not gonna whine about it. I'd be like, make it hurt. <laughs> get in there. Get, get it. Foot zoners are on that other way. They're like, yes, dig it out. Right. <laughs> well, I think we're like, cause for me, it's like when you zone me and you start telling me the stuff, it's like, just fucking zone my feet. I know what shit I got. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you're doing it. Right? Uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit more hostile with my zoner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, what's your problem? I'm like, do your magic and just don't tell me I'm stubborn. <laughs> just kidding. We we need to be told the things, just reminded. It's like, I know, I know. Don't you kind of want to just go that? Sometimes you gotta hear it. You do. All right. So what else with affection? Affection? What do you, do you have important? Tell me about platonic affection. Um, I think like any of these things, massage. Massage is a huge one. Um, Reiki. But it's just like those, you know, those things. The subtle, simple touches that are healing. That have no motive. Right. I think.
think the absence of motive is tremendous. There's no expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And like some people could probably take this down a whole other way. It's like, can we please not make it, it's platonic, it's not perverted. <laughs> Yes, but like, what is the what is that main complaint? It's like a joke. Women like, why doesn't your husband give you a massage or you get a massage or whatever? Oh, and it's like, do you know what you're signing up for when you do that? It's like Let's... you want to relax. This guy's trying to stick his wiener between your butt cheeks. <laughs> I seen a TikTok of a woman, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I want to relax. Yeah. Having things randomly stab at me? Poking me? It's not relaxing. Poking is not relaxing, friends. No, it, and it doesn't feel good. Public service announcement to all penis owners. Jabbing that at women, men, anybody. any Jabbing that at anyone. It is not relaxing for that person. They do not enjoy it. They're not like, oh, God. that is so relaxing. Having that. <laughs> Stab at me whilst I try to just relax. Oh, it's amazing. No! Nobody likes this! You're like, stop! Keep it to yourself! Focus on the task at hand! It's not about you! This is not about you! (laughs) Is this a sensitive subject for you? I just think it's ridiculous. It really is, though. I literally rub people's feet in an effort to get them to relax as my job on the side, right? This is my side job. It's not my whole day job. Right? But I do not expect anything from this person when it's over. And if they poked us, it's done. (laughs) I'm definitely not poking them with anything. Hell, if I finished a foot zone and then just randomly, like, rubbed my genitals on them after? (laughs) How disturbed would that be? (laughs) What the fuck? No! No! You're like, that is not what I signed up for. (laughs) That's not what the... You know why? Because it's not about me! That's why! That's why that doesn't take place! No. Oh my god! Exactly. People, please. I say I seen a TikTok of a woman saying she's like I don't know if she said I need a massage or she said I'm tired I can't remember she wants to relax I can't remember what she said but her husband says I'll give you a massage and she's like I don't want one of your massages <laughs> she says I know what happens <laughs> at your massages I don't want one I don't want one <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. And it's like, when a woman says she wants a massage, it's not for that to be the ending. Yeah. <laughs> we want a massage to relax and put us to sleep, really. If you could put us to sleep, that'd be top notch. Like, we will we will make up for it for you not poking us if you let us fall asleep. Yeah. If I'm unconscious at the end, right? it's a win. It's a win. Big time. It's a win. Because when I wake up, I'm going to be all slobbery. <laughs> And I'm going to be like, that was so good. Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to be like, do you want a massage? (laughs) That's how that's going to play out. If you play your cards right. But if you're stabbing me and poking me, I'm just going to roll to the side. And I'm going to be like, I'm done. Stop touching me. (laughs) It's like... That's that's not what we asked for. This is something that needs to be taught. You'd think it was common courtesy, right? Like, I would like a massage. If if we lived in a perfect world, people would say what they mean and mean what they said. So if I say, hey, I'd love a massage, that means that I 
would love a massage. Just a mas- not a massage. Just that. That's all. That's the whole comment. The whole statement. Period. The end. So I learned from a massage therapist that the difference between a massage therapist and a masseuse is the masseuse is the happy ending. Really? We are acting. We are asking for massages. <laughs> yeah. Not a masseuse. <laughs> I don't know how accurate or real that is, but I believe it. <laughs> well, and boundaries, right? Let's talk about boundaries. <laughs> Let's talk about boundaries. (laughs) Let's talk about boundaries, but let's also talk about the difference between what turns women on and what turns men on. Absolutely. Breathing. Breathing turns men on. Uh, Boundaries. Women would like to be able to breathe without your penis poking them. Okay? Perfect. (laughs) Spot on. say okay let's just do it let's jump to adult things right if we're an adult like teenager you're a teenager there was a progression of physical affection along a line right yes hopefully because you know generally speaking yeah you started kissing people and and you weren't just getting naked you you started with kissing you kind of it progressed worked your way up yeah you work your way up along the scale at your comfort level yes all right as you progress for some reason and i do not understand it as an adult and and this is like painfully obvious to me now because i'm now operating in a world where i'm single yeah. I have stated in a public space with a plethora of people around that, you know, I got divorced recently and heads will swivel. You can hear the wind whipping past. Heads will swivel. And they, it's like, you're a freaking gazelle on the Serengeti, man. You just fucked up. You are now a victim. Yeah. You're the target. <laughs> They're like, oh. And it's like, what the? No. Immediately, no. Everybody whose head just swiveled, immediately, no. Like, you are hunting. I am not your gazelle. No. 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 Immediately, no. And everybody's like, well, you know. And I, I get it. The sexual frustration is real. We're all adults. Yes. I get it. I get that I'm adult and I have physical needs. However, comma, I gotta like you. And guess what getting divorced taught me? That if I don't fucking like you, I don't want to get naked. And I definitely don't want your penis. <laughs> please don't ever get naked with anybody you don't like yes but it's like oh you know we're both single and you know and people and need no 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 i would rather not i'd much rather fool around while i determined if i liked you than just be all like hey look you have a body and i have a body so why don't we just impale some people (laughs) no I think that more men need to be impaled. I think that would be like world yes. changing. If men were impaled regularly. <laughs> Could you imagine that world? I think that they freaking straighten up and fly right. <laughs> they would. Yes, they would. They're like, I was just walking by. It's like, how do you like it? I was just walking by. This man groped me. What the fuck? They're like, what happens? 
How about we poke you? How about I just try to stick something between your butt cheeks every now and then? How you feel about that? How you feel about that? Yeah. How relaxing to you? Does that sound like a massage <laughs> that you would enjoy? Yeah. Or does it sound like a nightmare? <laughs> it's like the worst surprise you ever got. What the? <laughs> Because at this point, in an effort to be vulnerable, okay, as myself, there are physical aspects of being in a relationship that I miss. It's at this point, it's not the sex part that I miss most often. It's the being, um, it's the companionship part, the, you know, getting a hug when you get home, um, somebody holding your hand sometimes. These are all platonic physical things that are not sexual in nature. What I'm missing in the having a partner part is is the comforting physical interaction that's not the sex part i mean and i didn't get a lot of emotional support <laughs> so that part <laughs> i'm used to that but you know and even before i got divorced we just didn't really the physical comforting things didn't happen i think the last time that my husband gave me a hug was at my nephew's funeral you know that was just a human thing it wasn't necessarily being his wife or whatever just feeling comforted by being in somebody else's space with nothing being asked of it And I wish that was a thing that people accepted more readily, but there's too many freaking creeps and they ruined it for everyone. And I feel like like, that's really a disservice to the human race in general, that you can't have any innocence left. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. At a certain age, everything gets, I would even use the word tainted by it. Like, it's all a little bit tainted by the, I don't know, the lewdness, right? Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Don't be a poker. Nobody likes that.